Yo, 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 what is happening, everybody? Welcome to episode number two of The Anomaly Effect. We're glad you're here. And um, in today's episode of the podcast, we're going to be going over my journey through 75 Hard, what I learned through it, and the key takeaways. And we're going to be going over the New Year's resolution hype. Again, the book of the month for this uh, January month is Malcolm Gladwell's Talking to Strangers. Um, we already have like 13 people, I want to say, in the email list. If you want to join, let me know and I'll add you to that list immediately. Um, but for now, enjoy. For our second podcast of this show, I'm with my co-host Junior Alarcon. Yo, what's uh, up? Oh, oh, you jumped the gun a little bit. All right, hey, we're cool. We don't need an intro, but we're good. Um, hey, so I would like to be the first one to apologize for the absolute horseshit audio last podcast. I know uh, when I'm listening to uh, to podcasts and within 20 minutes I have a headache because of the echo. Yeah, it's, it's no good. So hopefully we fix it a little bit. Hey, stop making apologies and just get better. Oh, I wish they could see what we're in right now. Um, we're in like a cave that we made. I'll, I'll, I'll put I'll put a picture of it, but it's been, it's fun. It's been fun. Yeah, um, I think it's pretty clear at this point that Dylan is the brains of this operation. Um, he somehow built built this little cave that we're now recording in that uh, hopefully reduces some of the echo in, in our voices. Um you know, one thing about working with Dylan that I, it's frustrating, but I love him for it. He's he's a perfectionist, and he doesn't accept nothing nothing but the best. So hey, uh, ho- hopefully hey, this is a little bit better. Hey, I mean, I'm just trying to give the best experience. Hey, excited for what else you for what else you could blueprint. Hold on, I'm just I, I, I'm, I can't wait to post this one on on uh, Instagram, whatever whatever picture. But we're gonna start on this one on my journey through my 75 hard journey. I think it's a pretty cool experience personally and especially through the year I went through this year which was a really tough year and if anyone knows I got hurt in high a uh hurt my posterior technical for you posterior tibialis tendonitis which is on the inside of your ankle bone a nagging injury it sucks and the only thing that hurt for me to do I can run I can throw and the only thing that hurt was me hitting. So that's pretty big in baseball, I would say. And uh, it just kept nagging at me. So I had to was rehabbing for one month in Lynchburg, Virginia, which was was good with Jake Legan. Um, he tried to get me up to scratch. He tr- I wanted to stay there so I didn't have to go back to Arizona for rehab um, and see the real trainers that specified um, – on ankle injuries, but I ended up having to go to Arizona, which was a grind. Waking up every morning, same time, uh, 110 degree heat. What time were you waking up? I want to say six. Oh, that's brutal, man. It's tough. Hey, okay, waking up at six and going straight into a mosh pit of fire. Yeah, that's is it is really brutal. Oh, going going to a, a major league training facility, brutal. <laughs> minor league, get it right, minor league. Um. It got monotonous, all right. That that's what I'm trying to say. It was it was monotonous, like same thing every day, but you 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 know you try to trust the process. You know that the phrase everyone uses, trust the process, and that is where, actually, well, okay. So I stayed three months in Arizona, about which was 
really long. It felt like about two years. Um, I got a nice tan, though. You should have seen my tan. You don't get tan. You just get red. <laughs> it was nice. You get red like your hair. And then a, a, the AZ sun hits different. I tell everyone that. It's like UV or something. I'm telling you. I was, whew, looked like a bronze statue. But that's where Arizona, which I'm grateful for, is where I really started to get into reading because there was really nothing to do. Um, so I got into reading. I started busting out books, uh, which I'm forever grateful for because I'm still reading till this day and busting out books. So I got ready. I got hot. Uh, my ankle was good. Went back to Lynchburg, Virginia, our high A affiliate. And my second game in, shit you not, second game in. Uh, it was the eighth inning, I want to say, seventh, eighth inning. And tie ball game. And coach gives me the bunt. See now, I knew you should never, you never bunt. And that's when you gotta bunt. Pretend like there's something in your eye. Coach, I didn't see the sign. Uh, I know I should have said that, but so I showed for bunt. Lefty pitcher threw a cutter inside, hit me right in the. I want. See, I don't even know what wrist it was. I want my left. Yeah, so it had to be my. I was pulling back, so my right hand. Uh, ring finger, and I cracked my knuckle. So then I, now I was out for the whole season. So I ended up missing about 110 games in the whole season, 120. Play, I played in only like 22 games, which is, it was a tough season, let me tell you. But around when I got hit in the knuckle bone is when I heard of Andy Frisella's 75 hard challenge. And this challenge definitely changed my life for the better. Um, it's, we're going to go into a little bit more depth, but I started on October 7th. Now the rules of this challenge are drink a gallon of water a day, read 10 pages a day, which is easy for me. Cause I was already busting out books. Um, workout twice a day. One of the workouts has to be outdoors for 45 minutes, stick to a diet. No cheat meals, no alcohol for 75 days straight. I started on October 7th. Like I said, now <laughs> October 7th, I just went on a cruise September 27th to, I don't know, September 31st, something like that. And I was porking out. It was free drinks, all you can drink. All you can drink, Junior. I had to get all in before you started. Oh, huh? yeah, hey, and I, I, I made sure to tell everyone <laughs> that. I was drinking and eating all I could. Literally everything that was in my in front of me, I was eating because I knew I was going to be put through the grinder uh, with this challenge. So October 7th was my start date. Um, October 9th was when I weighed my heaviest. I was 200 pounds. And at that time, I look back because, you, oh, you also have to take a, uh, a selfie to see your progress. And October 9th was my heaviest at 200 pounds. And it was crazy looking back, like, wow, I was so out of shape, so big. And you just don't realize it. You really don't realize it because it's just everyday thing. Um, December 20th, which was my end date, ended up weighing in 175 pounds. If you, if you saw the picture, the transformation picture was awesome. But it, it didn't only transform me physically have transformed me mentally and how I got got about doing things like this podcast was born when I was going through the program which is pretty pretty cool and 
I've had this podcast in my mind for a long time now, I would say, maybe like two years, but I never was never was able to pull the trigger just because I was like, eh, maybe, maybe next year, you know, maybe I'll do it next year. Yeah, and, and you know, all, all joking aside, that, that uh, th- those couple months that you experienced with the injuries, all the frustration of that, you know, you do, do all, all the rehab stuff, you know, like, like you said, day after day, it, it gets boring and it, it gets easy to uh, lose faith in it and um, it, it's hard. It, it's hard on you mentally, emotionally. Um, it, it starts to beat you, beat you up and wear you down a little bit. Um, so going through that process of everything, um, how are you able to kind of make sure you're staying on track with everything and, you know, not kind of, you know, just fall, fall into that, that self-pity and just feel sorry for yourself? I'll tell you what, it was, it was a grind. You're going back to that. It was, man, I really wanted to hang them up. Like, I really did. Well, because, I mean, yeah, I remember even um, – you know, you kind of went MIA on everyone for a while. You know, I didn't didn't hear from you for a while, and even when you came back after uh, after season had had finished, you know, you were kind of at that point, you know, unsure if you were if you wanted to go back, you know, to go play again. It's easy to understand why when you know once you've kind of been through that process of the rehab. Yeah, and, it's, it's I mean, it's t- think put put yourself in my shoes. Went to Arizona for three months, rehabbed, went back, only played two games, and then get hit in the knuckle. Like, it, was, it just it was like, are you kidding me? So, like, when I came back, I was just didn't want to see a baseball, didn't want to see a bat. But I, I wanted to do this program. I was all in on it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just kind of, um, you know, being a competitor and being, being the type of person that you are, you know, all, always pushing and, you know, striving for more. It was, um, you know, a, a way to push yourself and challenge yourself, you know, because I think that's when we do decide to – to stop playing sports, whether it's by our own, own own choice or like, you know, because of injuries, I think the biggest thing we miss is the competitiveness and just, you know, competing yep. every day and, Absolutely. you know, having something to strive for. So this kind of, you know, in, in, in a way, it kind of uh, filled, filled that hole for you, right? Yeah, it definitely filled the hole. I mean, like I said, I didn't want to touch a baseball, touch a bat, but I was adamant on finishing this program. Uh, anyone that knew me, even I, I was MIA for for uh, a10 fitness which i usually train here in long beach but i was still mia for to see junior when i saw you at the very end of it yeah last, maybe last couple of weeks i mean we, we were in touch but we, we, were, we were with workouts, like, like i said like, he was sending me my workouts and yeah but, but you, you, you were kind of doing your own thing staying under the radar a little bit and just kind of you know going going about this you know on your own which i think you know will, will serve you well going forward i mean sometimes that's what it takes you kind of have to just you know, when when you when you're in your darkest moments, at, at your lowest, sometimes you just have to isolate yourself from the world and yep, just be with your own thoughts and you know, kind of go at it alone. And that's what I did. Um, I feel like, and it's transformed me into a totally different person. I would say the transformation physically is amazing and what I wanted at, at the beginning, but looking back, it was for sure the mental part and just me going about things the right way, um, just to go a little over it and what I did throughout that is I would for my outdoor workouts I would either on my active recovery days I would walk run or bike um I was the when I started I was having trouble running like two or three miles three or four miles and at the end I was running 10 miles every week easy junior I'm telling you easy and then I actually ran one half marathon which was pretty ridiculous because the 10 mile run 
is obviously 10 miles, but the half marathon is 13.1 miles. And those 3.1 miles more than 10 miles is, oh my, excruciating. And it's pretty incredible how much fatigue you get just from those three miles. But I ended up finishing that. Um, I was doing 30-mile bike bike workouts outside. It was easy, which is pretty unbelievable, but I, I credit it to the food I was eating. I was eating super healthy. Like I said, no cheap meals, no alcohol. No alcohol. Um, and daily gym workouts, the, the workouts that uh, Junior was sending me, full body, upper body, and lower body. Um, going to my diet, I was eating, like I said, really healthy. I was eating turkey, salmon, steak. You like that steak? <laughs> Those good cuts of me too. Um, steak and chicken, brown rice, quinoa, and then a lot of veggies um, in the morning, eggs, oats, um, the usual yogurts, you know, the usual healthy, good breakfast meals. And that's all I ate for 75 days straight, which was probably the hardest part because I was dreaming about pizza and fast foods and all that stuff. I swear I was, I was, you think I'm joking? Cause I was actually dreaming about pizza. How was that with having outside influences, you know, friends, family, people wanting to go hang out yeah. and, you know, because I, at least from, uh, from, from what I, what I remember from it, it's not like you totally isolate yourself from everyone. You were still, you know, doing your thing, hanging out with friends and stuff like that. How hard was that on you to kind of, you know, go out with people, but you know, have to either explain or just kind of make sure you're staying on yeah. track with that. Yeah, it was tough. It was definitely tough. I remember I had to, I had to miss a couple of things for sure. Like they wanted to go out and drink Saturday night, Sunday night. They wanted to hang out at whatever Sharky's or whatever. Yeah, you kind of had, had to be smart but about, about I, I knew, where you put yourself. I knew if I put myself in that situation, I was going to be tempted to drink and um, not follow my diet plan. So I needed to isolate myself from that aspect, like the nightlife aspect, the partying aspect. Veterans Day is a big one, but I wouldn't obviously isolate myself from my friends. I would go hang out with them, but when it came, like they were going to go out, I'd be like, I have to go back home, you know, I have to get rest. And right. the big eat, part, eat before you go with them and stuff. Exactly. But the big part of that too is I I couldn't possibly stay out till one because I was waking up at like six, seven to go work out the next day because I had to get two workouts in and one had to be outdoors. So I I didn't have time to to go to sleep that late, if that makes sense. Uh, especially on the weekends but it was awesome i read seven books in this span three of three of the most important books that i want to share with you guys is think and grow rich by napoleon hill it's um along the lines of the law of attraction is say what you believe say it with intent and be open to receiving financial freedom by grant sabatier i want to say his last name is i don't know really how to pronounce it but it's about moving your money and Putting your money in invest investment accounts, uh, making assets and turning them into money, cash flow, which was a great read. I recommend that to anyone who is interested in reading financial books because it is probably the number one book that I recommend financially. And then The Obstacle is Away by Ryan Holiday, which is about what this podcast is about. Um, failures is the opportunity for success and it is a great book good easy read for anyone interested and it's all about that the obstacle is the way the the failures is where you find your happiness so do you think you would have um, gone on this journey with the challenge and everything if you didn't have you know the, the struggles that you had with last season you know if you would have had 
standard season and put up s similar numbers to what you did the year before, do you think you still go along this journey? Or is it just you, you think it was kind of brought on because of the struggles you went through? It's a good question. My friend Chris Rodriguez, he actually went on it with me, the 75 Hard Journey program. And uh, we push each other on it. And it was awesome to have somebody with me. It was only me and him. I try to get, I want to say like five or six other people to do it with me uh, when we started, but it was just me and him. And we grinded it out. We did it. So it was awesome to, to see that. But he did it a first time earlier in the season. I saw it, wanted to do it. But to answer your question, I was hurt at the time. So I wanted to do it because it would give me something to do during the off season. Um, it was looked like an incredible growing experience. But to answer your question, if I was healthy and put up the numbers I did two seasons ago, I do not think I would have pursued this journey as adamantly, at least, as I would have. I would have, I feel like, pressured, succumbed to the pressure of going out more and drinking and then failing, obviously. But if I didn't fail and I didn't get injured, I do not think I would have been on this journey. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, we're gonna have to wait until another year or so to figure out how this all turns out. But it, you know, it's looking back at it, you know, you never want to go through that, and you know, those struggles that you had to deal with and all that stuff. But, but you uh, have to. But it, it, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it could turn out that you know that that year of uh, struggle could be you know what what catapults you into uh, success, whether it's you know this next year coming up, or even in baseball, or just you know in life in general. And I think that's kind of you know, w one of the things that I, uh, I really preach heavily to, uh, you know, my, my athletes and my kids that I get to work with is, you know, these, these lessons that you learn throughout sports, um, they, uh, they're going to stick with you throughout the rest of your life and not just in baseball or whatever sport you may play. You know, they're, they're life lessons and, you know, taking the things that you learn throughout this process and being able to apply those for the rest of your life, um, you know, the dedication to it and you know st staying consistent with it and you know holding yourself accountable and you know b being able to manage your time better and you know stuff on that side of it yeah I agree um, it's a lot easier said than done failing is no one wants to fail I guarantee you that I'm I'll be the first to admit I hate failing I'm a perfectionist just like junior said I struggle hard with failing and obviously you want to give up when you fail like that's that's normal. It's normal human reaction, but it's the people who push through it day in and day out. And and you look back at the failure and you're like, I needed that. Yeah, because I mean, you could, you know, it's it's easy to read a quote and you know, oh, you know, failure's the only way to grow, whatever, and all that all that nonsense that you see online, oh, and yeah. you oh. know, all those uh, Instagram, Instagram quotes you see yeah. and stuff like that. But you never really understand what they're talking about or what that means until you until you experience it. it for yourself because even someone listening to your story and stuff like that yeah it helps and you know reading books and all this stuff helps and but until you experience that yourself um you know you're you're never really going to truly understand and appreciate what what that's like and picking yourself back up after after struggles yeah i agree a couple takeaways i had from this uh, program which we've been talking about is organization was huge you had to know what you were doing the next day i had a journal i was writing down all the workouts that you sent me and all the workouts that i was going to do outdoors to the t like 45 minute workouts or i'm going to do a 30 mile bike ride today or 10 mile run with chris rodriguez today or 
just going through just organizing your ideas just so you can complete it just so you can do it you also had to organize your food prep your food which was i cooked all my food i didn't buy it um for to turkey to chicken to roast my veggies to cooking my eggs to my no, overnight oats i had to be on top of that consistently every single day obviously dedication was a huge one for me like you had to, if you weren't dedicated to this program or every day to getting your water and counting your ounces um weighing yourself seeing your progress taking your progress pick if you weren't dedicated to this process you you weren't going to finish it there's no just no possible way you're going to go get that pizza that you saw at little john's um papa john's i said little john yay <laughs> I said Little John. You don't want to know why? You want to know why I said Little John? Because I watched the Barstool Pizza Review, and he was on it. Side Barstool note. Pizza Review. Dude, hey, greatest thing in the world. Th- that's where we're at in this office. Dude, greatest thing in the Barstool. world. Barstool. Oh, my God. Um, a vision. It gave me a vision, too. Just clarity. More clarity, especially with this. Like, like I said, I keep going back to this podcast because I've been wanting to do this podcast for, I don't know, for a year or two. Cause, just because I like listening to podcasts. And I never put it together, two and two together, how I was going to do it, or I never just pulled the trigger on it. And me and Junior finally, we send each other podcasts all the time, but we finally put our heads together and we're like, let's do this thing. We're going to do it, and let's blow it out of the water, and let's give our fans something to listen to, our listeners something to listen to, and something to learn from. And this is a big aspect, um, especially of my life, that I want you guys to learn from is failing is key to success. And you could see it as, and through my injury, um, through going to Arizona, through getting hurt again, and doing this 75 hard challenge just opened possibilities up that I had never imagined. Um, the last thing I would say for my takeaway for the, from the 75 hard journey program is 10 pages of reading, gallon of water, that shit's easy. Would you agree? Like, come yeah, on, I mean, anyone could do that. Definitely. Once you start to have clear vision on what what you want and you know what you're trying to accomplish you know you you uh you don't find time you make time for, for the things that you want to get done yeah i agree but like i was going i was going to say drinking a gallon of water reading 10 pages dude you can read you can read 10 pages in five minutes if you really wanted to but it still means that the little shit needs to get done in your life you know what i'm saying Junior, the little like this is small, small things still have to get done. Even if you have huge goals, it's the making your bed every morning, the cleaning your dishes, the drinking your gallon of water, taking your progress pick. It's the easy shit that you need to still do in your life that still needs to get done, even though they're tedious and little, but it it makes the biggest difference. Right. I mean, like going back to, you know, something that we mentioned in our intro, you know, when we talk about all the little band work and the prehab stuff that you do, it's, you know, the the little things that go unnoticed that are, you know, probably the most important Absolutely. in, you know, training in life. You know, ev- everyone wants to see the de- the videos of the heavy deadlifts and the big bench presses, yep. but, you know, very few people ask about all the, all the band work and the stretching and the mobility work that yep. goes into that. Um, but again, it just goes back to how, you know, training relates to r- real life and, you know, the challenge that you face outside of the gym and the playing field. Yeah, lastly, I would say, I got a lot of feedback, obviously. Well, posting the transformation picture, this is the first time, Junior, first time I had a six-pack. It was pretty crazy. Subtle brag, first time. Subtle brag, but it's, it's definitely well-deserved because, I mean, it's 
it's not an easy journey that you went on and you know i've been telling people and bragging for you it's good because i followed your program <laughs> but you know it's um you know, you've always been someone that pushed yourself and you know you always worked hard and you know never really had a question if you were getting your workout in whether it was you coming here to work out or you know you working out on your own you know you always you know generally got after it and you know we're pretty dedicated and stuff like that but these last couple weeks you know the 75 days it's, it's definitely something that you took to a whole nother level and you know when it comes to the reading and the personal development and all that type of stuff you know i think you know it's been really impressive on, on that front the time and effort that you put into that yeah thank you i appreciate it i mean it, it was it was a grind for sure to say the least well, but because especially at you know where you are as a minor league player and stuff like that you know no one wants to think about when they're done playing yeah. you know everyone's spending their time and hitting in the cages and you know lifting weights and doing your agility and stuff like that well a, a lot of it they kind of lose time because they're not doing the personal growth stuff, the mindset stuff, and all all that that could be just as important as you know the physical stuff that you're doing. That, that was that was more my thought I think going into the off, this off season. Yeah, I, I was I was down. I wanted to give myself a break and and not have baseball in my mind for because you would play baseball every single day six months, and I wasn't even playing. I was hurt. I was watching these games. I needed to take a break, put it out of my mind, car- compartmentalize these these games and the baseball aspect, and then really focus on my journey and myself and my mental. And I mean, it led led us to this what we're gonna be, what we're gonna create um, with the anomaly effect and what we're gonna give to you guys. And it was just a great journey overall. But I had, like I was saying, I had tremendous feedback, and I had people hitting me up, being like, "Hey, what'd you do?" Um, how do you do this? What supplements were you taking? I'm like, just read what I, I, dude, I post, I posted it weekly. Exactly what I did. And, and it, it goes to show you, well, but, but people want to know the shortcuts. It, ex- that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> they, they, they exactly. Don't, they don't want to know everything that goes into it. They want to know the easy dude, stuff. They want to, they want to know the stuff. They want to know the fat loss supplement that you use or the, 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 the diet, the diet pills. Yeah, they, they want the protein powder that you use to get stronger. They don't want to exactly. know all the, all, I, all the workouts yeah. and they don't want to know the hard stuff. They want to know the easy stuff. You are reading my mind. And I would, I was mind boggled at these people. I swear. They're like, what'd you do? Dude, you read. Can, I do read what I put. I put it every week. Read it. Oh, it's, I mean, I could send someone be like, oh, like, hey, Jimmy, I want to lose weight. Like, like how, how how do I do that? Okay, well, he, here's what we need to do for you know your nutrition. These are the carbs we're gonna stay around. These are the calories we're gonna stay around. You know, limit your fats. You know, up up your veggies. All that stuff. Drink th- this much water. Do more cardio. And you know, they'll, they'll turn off. Okay, what well, what fat loss pill should I take? And like, yeah. Are you serious? Like, yeah. I just gave you just the gave blueprint, you you but that's needed. not good enough. Exactly, because people will always find a shortcut, a way to get by, and they hit me up and they said this, and I was just mind boggled. And then we have the other type of people who, credit to them, they're like, I'm thinking about doing it. But I can tell you right now, <laughs> with with this program especially. If you're thinking about doing it, you're not going to do it. There is no possible chance. Thinking and going to do it are two different things. When I saw this program that Chris Rodriguez sent, and I was hurt at the time, so like we were, me and Junior discussed, I was adamant on doing something and doing something for my mental journey. I said, I'm going to do this the first try I get. I told Chris Rodriguez this. 
you can ask him about it. I was like, I'm going to do this. I told my uh, trainer at the time, Eric Ortigo, I'm going to do this. He, you know, you know, everyone else, they're like, no way you're gonna, not going to do this. This is too hard for you. 75 days, no alcohol. They thought I was like an alcoholic or something. I didn't even drink a lot. I was like, that's the easiest all, thing all, on the all menu. The, all the haters getting Dude, to you. I, no, no, no. I was like, alcohol, really? That's that's the thing that you, you want the most? Like, it's it was the diet, for sure, the hardest part. But the people who say, I'm thinking about doing it, there's no way. You, there's you got to commit to something and then do it. Then you're going to do it. So I finished those 75 hard days, and I am currently on January 1st is my first day of the phase one, which is through Andy Frisella's uh, little program. But it's 30 days, nothing too spectacular, nothing too much different than the 75 days, just uh, in the morning, five-minute five cold shower. Um, write down five goals for the day and do them. And then the next thing in it is 10-minute visualization session, w along with all the prerequisites of the 75 hard but i'm excited for the next 25 days to see where that will get me yeah and i wish there was a way that uh that we could uh chart this this progress and this journey that you're on because I'm, I'm i'm convinced that you know doing it this route and you know focusing on your mental and emotional growth is going to have such a huge impact on you as a player even more so than it would if you were just, you know, doing the, the usual ground balls and, you yeah. know, your usual routine. So I'm excited to see how much of an impact this has because I think it's going to be something that, you know, catapults you into having, you know, a, a really good season, God willing, and, you know, hopefully we stay injury-free and, you know, hopefully the baseball gods are on our side this time. Hey, yeah, and, and if not, I'm, I'm fully prepared. I'm more mentally strong than ever, and um, it'll give us something to do with this podcast. Too. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's been my journey, especially through these last, I want to say, three months, four months. And it's been pretty incredible to see how much I've grown, not only physically, but mentally. Um, another thing I would like to say, after December 20th, and I took, well, the 10 days off, like I said, December 20th to December 31st, like, it was a part of me to be eating healthy. It wasn't like a fad. If, uh, if you want to call it yeah, that. Yeah, it's something that's going to stick with you for, you know, not just the for immediate my, future. For my life, yeah. for sure, for my life. I'm going to be working out harder. I've, I've, dude, even the 10 days off, I was still working out twice a day. I was, and I'm more flexible than ever just because I've lost 25 pounds. I'm lighter on my feet, faster, quicker, stronger. It's pretty incredible what, what these uh, last couple months have what, been What was your, uh, your first meal back? First meal back was Nate's Corner breakfast burrito about it was like a two pound burrito dude was, i've been dreaming about that gotta one. go big gotta go bigger at home and then that night i had all you can eat deer meat tacos deer meat tacos hey we only go lean here. oh my only lean meats i'll, I'll stick with carne asada uh yeah you would um yeah that's been my journey i'm glad to share it with you guys and if you guys uh have any questions about it let me know email me or dm uh our instagram page or uh, my Instagram page or Junior's Instagram page just to let us know. Um, one other thing I'd like to touch on, since it, since it is the new year, this, this hype around the New Year's resolution and how 80% of these resolutions never fall through. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first on this, but I think I'm going to have, I think I'm going to surprise you a little bit with my answer, my reaction to this, 
So I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Uh, well, do, do you want to know what my New Year's resolutions are? Sure. Or do you want to know why they fail? Both. Because I'll tell you both. Yeah, go both. I'll go why people fail first. So 80% of people who have New Year's resolutions, they fail at it. Now, this is why I think they fail. There's four types of resolutions out there. One, you say it to yourself. No one knows about it, so no one can keep you accountable to it. So that that's that's so that's me saying I'm gonna go to the gym every day, January first to January thirty thirtieth for the month. All right. And you only said it to yourself, no one knows about this. So if you miss a day at the gym, who is going to keep you accountable? Who's going to hold you to that standard? No one. Because you just said it to yourself. It's not out there in the world. Number two, when you write it down and you only read it to yourself, no one else knows about it, um, no one else sees it. It's, to me, it's the same thing as saying it to yourself. Yeah, it's written down and it stays in your brain a little longer, but it's still no one knows about it and you can't hold yourself to it. Three. Daily, you daily saying it to yourself and you daily reading what you wrote. Now, I think this sticks in a little bit to your mind and just because you see it every day and because you want to do it and you it kind of keeps you accountable just because you're reading it every day. So you're going to see that note, hey, go to the gym, go to the gym, January 3rd, go to the gym, January 4th, go to the gym. Now, the fourth type of New Year's resolution, which I think to me is the most important, and it goes along the lines of this law of attraction which I am totally in for. If you haven't read The Secret, it's a great, great read. Um, is saying it out loud to people and actually believing what you're saying. Now, when you say it out loud, it, it doesn't mean it's automatically gonna, gonna happen like this. But what it does, and in my brain what it does, is you say it out loud and these people that hear it are the ones that hold you accountable. So you don't wanna let these guys down because you're gonna look like the fool. That, that didn't fall through with going to the gym 30 days a week. You're going to look like the fool because they know about it. Now, when they know about it, they hold you accountable because they know what you want to do. And that's why I think those resolutions, those are the 20%, 15 to 20%, because I'll give the daily writing 5%. But the 15 to 20% are the ones, those are the ones that, that, are, that are followed through for the month, for the year, whatever your news, news resolution is. What do you think about that? I think, oh man, what do you think about that? I think we need to be better as a society and just as a whole of not bashing people, you know, so what if it takes people, you know, oh, January 1st, you know, so what if that's what it takes for them to get into the gym? We're not just going gym here, like we're going life. Yeah, but I think, you know, just, I think we need to be better as a society as whole as like, embracing anyone trying to make a change like just because okay oh you know new year new me fat like so what but th- but doesn't that go back to saying it to people because like if they don't know about it, how are they going to keep you accountable yeah but i think it's you know with both of our backgrounds being athlete in athletics yeah. you know it's 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 easier it's easier for us because it's something that was ingrained into us as a, at a young age but not everyone was brought up the same you know, I think that goes back into, you know, the book that, you know, we're, we're reading this month, um, you know, but I think we need to be better about not placing judgment on people and not just assuming that everyone's wired the same way as us, you know, just because we do it and, you know, working out and eating healthy, it's a part of our everyday lives. It doesn't mean everyone was brought up in that same type of way, you know, or, you know, it's not, that's not the way everyone operates. So, I mean, 
to me, whatever it takes for people to go down a better route yeah, but and, and better themselves, I'm all for that. Yeah, yeah I 100% agree. But the fact of the matter is these New Year's resolutions, 80% of them are not working. So what do you – what about the 20%? Right. What are they doing? Okay, but so there's 80% per, 80% are going to fail and 20% are going to succeed. So, so you, want, you want us to pat them on the back and be like, hey, good job, Johnny. You you almost did. No, b- but – but bashing on them isn't gonna make him make them not, any better. I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not bashing on. Them. I'm just. I'm just kind of stating the facts of the matter. Is well, I think it's easy to state the facts, but it's harder to actually make a, make a difference and to you know encourage people to get back on it just because they fail in the first month. I agree. So sh- should they just throw away the rest nope, of the eleven months? I agree. I mean, obviously, it's stepping stool. Right. To you uh, know, and how many times do we succeed at something the first thing the first man, time around? Hardly, hardly ever. Yeah, I mean. You know, so it's, I think, you know, just to continue to encourage people and, you know, it's, it, it's a, it could be a scary thing to embark on, you know, if you're someone that's never worked out before, you know, you've never been into that lifestyle before, it's hard. It, it's an intimidating thing, you know, to walk into a gym for the first time or, you know, to go take a fitness class for the first time um, and, you know, to be around people who do this every day. Yeah. So I think, you know, we need to be more more accepting and more more aware of those people and you know the battles that you know they may be fighting inside. Yeah, I I, I can see your your point on that. Speaking you know, of resolutions, as you know, someone who you know does training as a career and stuff like that, you know you know def- definitely you know get get a, a some people that are on that route and you know oh you know first first of the year I'm gonna be on it and stuff like that. That's true. You, but you, you do. You know, I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing. The one thing I don't do anymore is what is pretty common in the fitness world. And I think this is one of the things that, you know, I think is holding, you know, us as an industry back and holding people back is, you know, throwing out all these discounts. For New Year's resolutions. Yeah, saying, yeah. oh, January 1st, offering yep. half off. That's yeah. So, you know, the, the one thing people will always respect is money. Oh, yeah. So by saying, okay, if you sign up at the first of the year, I'll give you half off. Okay, well, now you're taking people who are on the fence about it anyways, and you're going to give them a discount for that. Well, if you want them to really buy into what you're yeah. doing, that's not the way to do yeah, it. That's not the way to do no. it. No. So, I mean, that's, you know, I have people who say, okay, I'm going to get started at the you know, first of the year, blah, blah, blah. You know, okay, you're still paying full price. Yep. Because the one thing people are going to respect is money. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the one value or the one thing that is valued worldwide is money. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's something, you know, people see that dollar sign and, that's what they're gonna. That's what they're gonna respect. So by decreasing the price, you know, you're not doing them any favors. Yeah, you're not. You're because they're they're not. They're if they spend fifty dollars for you and they can go to a gym for twenty five. Now they're not gonna go to the gym more over you just because you're more expensive and they want. They're gonna value their time more because they're paying you more and you're gonna get more out of you. Right, and you know the people going, the people are that are looking for the discounts are probably not gonna be the ones that don't stick around. Exactly. But you know, I, you know, once people get in the door, you know, definitely throwing everything that you have at them to kind of encourage them to stay and you know, just take it step by step, day by day. Because like I said, it, it, it's a, um, it can be a scary thing to kind of, to get started on when you've never done it before. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, speaking of New Year's resolutions, what are your New Year's resolutions? Um, say, speak it out there too. You know, I don't, I don't know that I have, you know, specifics, um, you know, specific goals or anything like that. But I think, you know, the one thing that I've been really, um, 
you know, pushing myself on is, you know, just I've in this really kind of learning phase of my life, you know, I've been, you know, just seeking out opportunities and ways to learn, you know, doing this internship that I'm doing over at Cal State Northridge, you know, that's been a really humbling experience because, you know, for so long, I've just, you know, I've worked for myself for the past five or six years. So to be working under someone and, um, you know, just kind of seeing that side of it, that's definitely made me better. You know, I think it's made me better as an entrepreneur and someone who operates by themselves. I kind of see that side of it a little bit more. Uh, but just continue to learn, you know, the internship. I'm back in school finally. You know, I've been saying I was going to do it for the past three, four years. And, you know, the last couple months of uh, 2019, I finally got back into it. So excited, excited about that. But yeah, just just seeking out opportunities to learn and in, in di different avenues. And, you know, whether it's about training specific or, you know, just learning more about communication. I'm doing a I'm doing my uh, degree in psychology. So just trying to learn more how to communicate better with people and clients and, um, you know, r really just as a whole, try to continue to, to grow. Yeah, that's awesome. I kind of want to tell people my new year's resolutions just because i want to put it out there you know speaking into this i want people to know hey, so new they year, keep me accountable. new year new you we get it uh, it is 2020 new decade actually new decade new me but um i want to speak it out into existence because i want people to hold me accountable and what i want to be accountable for is i want to run my first marathon this year um with chris rodriguez he's been with me through thick and thin but First marathon this year, I actually want to do a Ironman this year toward the end of the year, which is going to be a mission. It's, a, I want to say, almost four-mile swim, 112-mile bike, and then a marathon on top of it. So I, I, I think I can get the swimming and biking down. I just don't know about the marathon just yet, but that's one of my goals toward the end of this year. And then financially, I want to, I want to purchase my first uh, real estate property so I can start turn it around and uh, turn it into an asset for me and start uh, giving rent to people and selling it. But um, yeah, those are my three big ones and I and I really want to have them done by the end of this year and going into the next year um, being fulfilled and then getting some more goals ahead of me and putting them out there. So yeah, those are mine. I'm wrapping this up, it's been fun talking about my journey for 75 Hard. I know Junior didn't get to talk a lot, but I, just, I, I talked too much stuff today, it's all right. Yeah, you did. It's a little too much for my liking. Um, but it's, it's been it's been awesome to share my experience with you guys and if you guys have any questions like I said please let me know I will help you and like I said if you really are about this process and want to change your life um, hit me up and just go for it you know and check out Andy Frisella's page he's the one who made it out and just go for it like I said Junior it's been a pleasure like always um, We'll see you soon, guys.